Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice with Charlie and Bryce. And as always, I am Bryce. And with me today, I am the fully healed officially. Wow. Charlie. So no, no, no restrictions no at restric- all. God, you are 2021. You are COVID free, baby. COVID free, <laughs> broken hand free. I mean, a repaired hand. Yeah. There's still a s- small fracture line, but you know, probably won't happen. Won't be fixed. No, they said it'll, but he said it's fully healed. Uh, I have no restrictions at work, and I have been working this week, and I am just so happy. Yeah. Truthfully. Now you can double fist again. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Bryce, let's uh, let's talk some football. Cheers. Cheers. I got, I got a weird situation. Hold on. I'm going to fix this. Perfect. All right. All right, so Charlie, what are we talking about today? Finally, I was, you know, the meme, uh, from it's of Narcos, Pablo Escobar. And it's just like a bunch of pictures of him just standing, looking at nothing and Mm -hmm. waiting. That's how I felt all week. Waiting for the Julio. Waiting for the Julio trade. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about Julio and, you know, we'll just keep everyone up to date on the Aaron Rodgers situation and kind of. Talk about what's going on. Okay. Should be a shorter episode. All right, let's do it. Cool beans. So on Sunday, we got notification that Julio Jones is uh, leaving Atlanta and being traded. Do you have the compensation? To I do not. I was going to ask you for that. Okay. Um, Julio Jones is uh, out and of the NFC and going to the AFC. Uh, he was now officially a member of the Tennessee Titans, wearing number two and not number 11. Um, sounds like AJ Brown did offer his number, but Julio uh, was too gracious to accept. Um, but Charlie, I think the main thing is the compensation here didn't really go for as much. Okay, so we all found out that the first round draft pick that they were offering obviously wasn't from the Titans. No, um, but and I also- actually I heard that there was no one that. Apparently, that was just bullshit. That's what it seemed like, uh, especially once we kind of found out the compensation. So, Charlie, what was it? It was a um, a second rounder next year and a fourth rounder in 2023. Interesting. Here's the thing about why if Julio had a very small contract, they probably would have gotten a first rounder right away. Maybe. Uh, you think? I think it's more likely... I mean, what? So, what do you think? Why did he not get a first rounder? Age? I mean, he's thirty-two. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely, his age, and the fact that he's been banged up the last couple of years. Last year. Well, no, last couple of years. Couple he's, of years. He's he had gets, some. He's had some. He's he, at, He's missed. He's been games. showing some wear. He's been showing some wear. Um. Which is, it's not like, it's not like he's like been egregiously missing games. I mean, he's just banged up. Like, this is what happens when you get older. Yeah. You, like, injuries don't and go away record, as this fast. Is, this is older when it comes to NFL. NFL wide receivers, and, and 32. Get, yeah. So, um. He said today he's still strong, he's still fast, and he is. He's both of those things. I'm, I'm not taking anything away. Well, here's here's one thing that the I fact heard. that he had been bang, banged La- up last, last year, though. There were games, I I heard that 
there were games that his injury probably could have played through it. And if he was on a contender and he was happy and want, like wanted to go out for his team, he probably would have. Uh, yeah. So I mean, um, there's a little bit of that. I, uh, I could understand that. But so he had nine games last year, still so had like uh, 700 or 800 yards. Yeah, I mean he's still. You know, we kind of touched on it last week, but like, you know, now I think you can put AJ Brown and Julio Jones into your top ten for wide receivers next year. I, you know, I'd like to see. You know, I think they're both really good. I think they'll both be in the top ten because I think the offense will be suited for both of them. But you know. I don't know. Well, let's dive into that a little bit. Um, what do you think about because they're what Julio and AJ are both kind of the same dude, like physicality wise, build wise. Like, so what you do think you, like they're both an X opposed to a Z, right? Like, what do you think about that? Well, hold on, I want to backtrack a little bit talking about. Well, I mean, we can we can dive in there. I I think that that's going to be a non-issue. I mean. If Julio wasn't there, AJ would be getting the doubles. Yeah. Now that Julio's there, I think Julio will be getting the doubles. You think? I do, yeah. Now, um, there's been a lot of discussion about his red zone efficiency and um So what happens when a team? Well, do you goes know like... do you know the most amount of touchdowns Julio's gotten in one season? No. Do you? Ten. Okay. It's not a lot for a who will likely be a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Right. Um, that's the most he's ever gotten. And a lot of people were talking about the fact that he doesn't have great red zone. He, he's not a great touchdown um, machine when they're in the red zone. Is A.J. Brown? Because, you again, you I think you're just arguing my same point is that they are the same guy. Because A.J. Brown is much well, like Julio in that sense. where hold he's, on a second. He's a yak guy. He's a yards after catch. Right, sure. They both are, but um, red zone technique can be coached. But so you're saying Julio hasn't been coached? Julio, the entire time he's been with Atlanta, will always get the doubles in that situation. Okay? So, last year, are you going to double Corey Davis or A.J. Brown in the red zone? Jonu Smith. <laughs> well, there's that too. But, yeah, and then you got to hear Derek but also, Henry swinging out of the okay, backfield. So, Bryce, say you're the defensive coordinator. Uh, the Titans are in the red zone this coming year. They're on the 12-yard line. Okay. You've got Julio, A.J. Brown, and now they are in Derrick Henry territory. Who the fuck are you going to pay the most attention to? I mean, yeah, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, well, right? Derrick Henry is what makes that more difficult. It's not Julio right. or AJ. No, Brown right, right. So, well, okay. So this is why I'm I'm thinking that this might be freaking awesome for both Julio and AJ in the 12 yard line in just in the red zone. You need to pay attention to Derrick Henry. That's who you need to put your focus on. The now two time defending. Rushing champion. So then, how do you cover the other two guys? So I think both of those guys are going to get a lot more single coverage. Press man-to-man with uh, two high safeties. So, you've got... 
likely a lot more opportunities for both Julio and AJ to be single coverage and make a make a big splash in the red zone. I I listen, I understand what you're saying. I mean, you know, like I said, the in my opinion, AJ Brown and Julio, that those two alone don't make the conversation hard. I I just I think they're both very good. Don't get me wrong. But there are ways so then to you, cover those but guys. You think, but you think that they're both. What be I'm top saying 10. is, what I'm saying is, they're both very good, but the depth is not there for the Titans' wide receiver core. And like, what happens when one of those two guys needs to come off the field? Is it a one man show? Like, who else is on the field that can stretch a defense? Because to me, obviously, you're going to try and play them both at the same time as much as you can. But realistically, in a game, that's not always going to happen. Because there's not always going to be, you know, those two guys are not always going to be 100%. Like, they're going to get gassed after a while. So, I, I don't know. I Again, I'm not taking anything away from A.J. Brown or Julio. I just think that the lack of depth for the Titans wide receivers is still going to play a pl- prominent role. And to me, the only part of this conversation that makes it hard is when you start talking about Derrick Henry. Well, they got Josh Reynolds. Right. They drafted Des from the Rams, right? Yep, yep. They got they drafted Des Fitzpatrick, who uh, I think I don't know a, who that is. He was a he was out of Louisville and big guy, um, super speedy, I believe. Um, I think that he has an opportunity to make a splash. He was one of those guys that um, slid. Wow, Deshaun Kaiser still in the league. He's their third quarterback. But do you think? Do you think Josh Reynolds will be a slot guy? Because he wasn't a really a slot guy in the Rams, was he? He was an sure outside was. guy. You think he was? Cooper Cup was their slot guy. One Josh Reynolds. Yeah, but Reynolds has the speed. He's a taller guy. Right. Tall, lanky. That's what I'm saying. Speedster. That's what. Like, yes, they are good. But to me, like, the things that make an offense good, really good, is just the dynamic parts of it. So. Well, it looks like they have all big wide receivers. But some speed, some not. A.J. Brown's fast. A.J. Brown might be their smallest wide receiver. I don't know how tall he is, but... I don't know how tall he is either. Um, no, I think... All I right, think, so do you agree, though, Julio and A.J. Brown in the top 10 fantasy draft next year? Or one or the other? And which one has a better season if you think it's one or the other? Um, I think they're close. I think they're I think very they're close. Probably I think they're top pro- ten. You think so? If they're, I think one of them might slide. Oh well, no, no. I think both of them would be top ten. I think it might be an uh, eight and ten situation. Like they'll be on the back end, or even nine and ten. Yeah, yeah. But they'll both have similar stats to me. Like they'll both, you know, probably have. Julio's always going to get you yards. I was going to say that, like you'll both. They'll both probably have eight hundred to probably nine hundred yards. I don't know that they get. Thousand yards between the two of them. I wouldn't them. be surprised if they have two thousand yard receivers and two or in a thousand yard running back. I I just don't think they pass it that much to have two thousand yard receivers, but and they they, don't. they they do they get big plays, Chuck. They, they get, get they do throw the ball down the field. I think they were uh, third to last. They were. 29th in the league. Wait, no. 30th in the league in uh, pass attempts. Like I said, I I think that they'll both probably have like... 
you know, 800, maybe 900 yards. That might be gracious. It might be closer to 700, 800 yards apiece. Maybe close to, I don't know, about 10 touchdowns apiece, but probably six or seven, maybe eight for yeah. each guy. I mean, I just think, like I said, they're just, to me, they're built so similarly. See, that I feel I just like think, you think there's a a lower, you think there's a ceiling when I'm thinking there's a low floor or there's a high floor. I think you think there's a, there is a ceiling. I kind of think it's uh There is a ceiling in my mind because at the I end the of the day. The limit. Well, I just think for the, that entire offense, I think Ryan Tannehill can pop into our. He can he can slide he can be a hell of a fantasy option this year. He's definitely he's definitely above average. He's definitely and now in the one to sixteen range, right? Rather than you know seventeen to thirty two, uh, but I don't know. I just at the end of the day, they don't their offense is not built to pass the ball. At the end of the day, that's just a fact, and so that's where I'm just curious to see. Well, how, without well, Arthur Brown was so without Arthur Smith or with yeah without Arthur Smith, like what that they recruited within. They I I know. I'm just saying. I just want to see that team is going through a lot of changes. Yes, Julio is a very dynamic guy, but I'm I I think him and, and AJ Brown will have similar stat lines this year, and I just. I want to know at the end of the day, like what's still their go-to? Because in my opinion, it's still Derrick Henry. Like that's how you win playoff games. It's still yeah. Derrick Henry is and your it guy, be. and it should be right. And so that's why, like, I'm not so sure. It opens up the passing game, though. Right, but now and now people saying that Titans are a lock to win the Super Bowl. I don't see it. I just don't see their defense is still shitty. Well, a good running game makes a pass game. Successful, right? Right. And uh, when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, uh, and Julio had a freaking incredible year, like eighteen hundred yards or something. Um, their running back was Devonte Freeman. He had a great year. I was gonna say, come on now, don't cut him short. Was, he was in Kyle Shanahan's running offense, right? So, I guess what I'm saying is. Defenses are going to have to first play Derrick Henry no matter what. Yeah. And so, in my opinion, uh, that just makes the passing game wide open. Yeah. And that's how Kyle Shanahan made that offense go, was play action. Right. And so, I think... But their coach isn't Kyle Shanahan, and it's not Arthur Smith. And so that's where. But that's, I, I mean. But that's where I that's have a questions. Very, that's a very basic idea, though. It's not. That's not Kyle Shanahan's original idea. It's so. not the ideas. It's the execution. It's being able to say yes, this is what we're going to do, and then still be able to execute it and do it. That is what makes Arthur Smith and Kyle Shanahan good offensive coordinators. Anyone can draw up a play. You and I can draw up a play. That doesn't mean we're teaching our guys that we're able to do it execute it that's a big difference to me let me just say that if i was a first year offensive coordinator and i had derrick henry julio jones and aj brown i can guarantee you that i am not getting fired after this year no one said anything about getting fired oh no i'm just saying 
You got a lot to work got, with. Hell yeah, you do. Yeah, you got a lot to work and with. Ryan Tannehill sure, certainly isn't a slouch. No, he's not. So, I think uh, good things on the horizon. Anything else you want to add for Julio? No, like I said, I'm just I I just want to see it. I just want to see it to believe it. If they're that good, I want to see it. I, I you know, I'm just, I'm just glad Julio's out of the NFC. <laughs> that, that's that's I've had to watch him tear up the Panthers for. Years and years and years, and I cannot tell you how great it is to not have him in the division anymore. And I know that uh, probably this time next year, I'll probably uh, just be saying that I wish Kyle Pitts was gone, but, you know, we'll worry about that next year. Right. Um, Titans win the AFC South? I don't know. I I still think it might be the Colts. I don't know. I can't remember what we said in the AFC South. It was either tit- I think I th- Titans or the Colts. I think I said the Colts. I think I said the Colts. You, one of you us, were you you one of us flipped. High. We one of us no, was Colts. One of us was Titans. No, I don't think so. I just think that you weren't as high on the Titans as I was. Right. I'm still really not. Really? Yeah. I, again, I just don't think their defense is that good. At the end of the day, that's, I think you're wrong. That's what. I think their defense got their better. Defense lost them their playoff. I think game their last defense year. got better in the off season. We'll see. Caleb Farley, Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree. I mean, pass rushing was a huge problem of theirs. Yeah, getting off the field on third down was their main. Stopping problem. the run was the biggest issue. Well, they couldn't do it. But. That doesn't just change with a couple off-season additions, Charlie. You know, like you know that, like I do. That doesn't just change. Stopping the runs, a freaking mentality, baby. Mentality. You gotta have it. They didn't have it. They get Ra- pushed around. Mike Rabel knows nothing about that. I'm well, sure he is on top of it. Yeah, you know, just saying. Rogers. You want to go to the discount double check here? Yeah, let's do it. I mean. what? All right, so explain he, the situation. Explain the situation to our listeners. Well, if you're if you don't under, I mean, okay, so Just give Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers said he wanted a trade. Um, he wants out of Green Bay. Doesn't plan on showing up, and um, mandatory minicamps have started, and he has not shown up. It's and he can he can get fined something ridiculous like ninety six thousand dollars. Usually, a day. you do fine a player, but there are exceptions. Aaron Rodgers is l- potentially going to be one of those exceptions. TBD. It's yeah. TBD. Yeah, but so, he. I think I saw the number. It's like he can be fined up to ninety six thousand dollars per day that he's not there. Yep, that is insane. In normal people's monetary value. <laughs> right. Um, that's a lot of money, though. That's a lot of freaking money. Uh, I don't think he's going to show up, though. I'm not so sure either. I'm not so sure either. Um, and, you know, all the players came out this week saying we got his back, too. So, I James know. James Jones is a reporter for NFL. No, I don't know. He, NFL Network or... Yeah. Someone. Yeah. He used to play. He was a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. And um, a lot of times he gets the honor of breaking news stories for Aaron because they're so close. He just came out and said, it's not about the GM. It's not about the draft pick. 
James Jones said that Aaron Rodgers relayed to him that it's not about the GM and it's not about Jordan Love, the draft pick situation. I don't what know. is it? Exactly. I think what James Jones is trying to do is insinuate the Packers uh, front office has the cards on, like they have the ability to change it and aren't budging on something. Oh, no. Okay. I'm sorry. He said it's not, it's not about the GM, it's not about the draft pick, and it's not about the money, is what he said. So then what is it? I have no idea. But it can't be about the money because he's James, getting paid. Right. Well well, it could be. They offered him an extension right. that was that's, more money and he that's, said no. That's what I'm saying. So, it's like that's why it doesn't make any sense. Right. So um I think James Jones is trying to insinuate that um there is something that the front office can't could do right now to alleviate it but is not budging on. But here's what I also have to say. Apparently, no one else that is close to Aaron Rodgers uh, can... Any other report that has come out from someone that's close to Aaron Rodgers, that that doesn't line up with what James Jones put out there. So, it's kind of like, who are we going to believe? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Charlie. I don't. I don't get it. I. I just. I agree with you. I don't think he's going to show up. I really don't. And honestly, and, and we'll we'll go into this at some point, but it doesn't sound like Jordan Love's ready. And it doesn't. And it's not like he's close. It's like he ain't close. Right. <laughs> it like, sounds like a Mitch Trubisky like, kind of like, like Blake Bortles might be starting. But like, yeah, like it'll be a legitimate competition between Jordan Love and Blake Bortles, like that. Yeah, you know, I love I love the boat, but you got some issues there. You got some problems. Yikes! And they say accuracy is one of them, and so you know that you're screaming pick city if you're not accurate. And so I don't know, Charlie. I, I just uh, a I don't think Jordan Love's ready, uh, even though you know he's. I, I would hate I would hate to be Jordan Love in this situation because it's a lose lose situation. You're not ready. You probably know you're not ready. But you have to go out and put the Superman cape on every single day and say, yeah, this is, I have to go be the guy because Aaron's not here and I can't count on Aaron Rodgers. And that's what, and to all due respect to him, that's what he's doing. But what is going to happen when he rolls out there for week one and he throws for, you know, a Josh Rosen type line, he throws for 103 yards two interceptions and maybe one rushing touchdown. It's like, yikes, you know, and they take a, take a loss in week one. Like people are going to be hitting that panic button and Rogers ain't going to be able to be there to spell R E L a X for him anymore. Right. So I, uh, Bryce, if you were their front office, would you be finding him right now? No, because if you find him, what? Okay, if if, you find him, then you're almost guaranteeing he ain't gonna come back. You're gonna piss him off even more. But that's where I don't understand what the issue is. If the issue is with the front office, then yes, finding him I think would only make the issue worse. Is it with the? Is it with Matt Lafleur? 
Is it with like he says it's not about the money? He got off for a contract in that, extension. In that, um, in that interview with Kenny Mayne, he said he loves his coaches, he loves his teammates, right? He loves the fans, he loved everything. The only thing he left out was a front office. So, um, which I don't know, it doesn't make sense because the front office includes the GM. So you can't say you love the front office, but no, he said he didn't, he didn't, he left out the front office. He said he did not. Can't say you love the GM, but you. He did. didn't say the GM. You said he said the GM. No, you he said, said Aaron, the James coaches. Jones. He he loves the coaches. The GM is what you were saying. You said coaches. That's what GM. James Jones said. Right. I'm saying okay, okay. There he gave he did an interview with Kenny Mayne. It was Kenny Mayne's last yeah. segment. Yeah, on I ESPN. saw the interview, and he said. Um, and there he said, I love my coaches, I love my teammates, I love my players. I mean, my fans. But he didn't say the GM or the prop. Right, so that's where, I, again, where I question. Why Why is James Jones saying it's the GM? And then, you know, when Aaron Rodgers says it himself, he's not including the GM. Did he just mistake and not say the GM? You know? Like, you can't be mad about the GM and say that it's not about the draft picks. Like... You can't be mad at, at at Love, Jordan Love, for getting drafted because the guy's just getting drafted. He can't control anything. But that doesn't mean you you didn't dislike the pick when they made it and that you have some deep-rooted trust issue now from here on out, which you know I think is fair to say that Rodgers probably has at this point with the front office. Okay, so maybe... So here's here's the quote. I've talked to Aaron. This is James Jones' quote. I've talked to Aaron. I talk to him all the time. He's told me it's not about the GM. It's not about new money. It's not about the GM. So when I hear everybody say it's about getting the GM fired in these things, it's not about that. His number one beef is a private conversation on the phone that I can't share with you. But James Jones also said he expects Rodgers at training camp. So that maybe he's just holding out, out just to, you know, prove a point. How but that's also that kind of leads on to like, okay, so first maybe of all, he's who, trying to bait who them was to who was the conversation him. with? Right. It's not like they have an owner, they have a CEO. Right. Right. Who was the conversation it with? It may have been with the GM, but just I don't, I don't know. I mean it's it's just And listen, like that's where I think Rogers. What if what if Rogers the whole conversation playing? was, Aaron, buddy? I'm sorry, you just can't you can't do Jeopardy and football. And he's like, "Fuck it, I want out. I want to go somewhere else. I I want to be on Jeopardy." That seems a little tedious to me, but <laughs> you know. Well, you I mean, know, if that's you know. that's a problem, you're just being petty. Hey. He can be. Well, you know, I don't know. I, He's I got just, the whole NFL world I, I by think, the balls right well, now. Well, I think, yeah, I think Rodgers is is playing this situation to where he wants it to go. He's he's taking control of the situation, that's for sure. He has complete control of this entire situation at this point. And I think he's showing, and everyone's learning, like, that. even though you drafted Jordan Love, he ain't ready. He ain't Patrick Mahomes. He ain't, you know, 
Uh, anyone else that you're rolling out as a week one starter as a rookie? Well, you know he's how not a Justin lot of, Herbert, he's not on any of these guys. I you wonder know? if you know how a lot of um, veteran quarterbacks that have proven themselves um, take a lot of time off during the summer. Like yeah. they don't show up to a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and maybe he wanted to do the same, and they wouldn't let him. And so now he's just kind of like, well, I'm just not. I was going to do it up. anyway. I mean, you know. So in that case, what if they do start finding him? Then maybe he'll show up. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's why they haven't found him. But that's, I don't understand. that's where I, I agree with you. I don't understand the situation because if, if he... Here's, here's my thing. If he really wants to go... Go back? Elsewhere. Oh. Um, then there's no reason to not find him. Because if, if you do find him and you don't trade him, he's just going to... Hold well, out and not Would you show really up. trade him? I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't want to trade him. But you're either going to force him to retire. Yeah. Or. And if I'm, so what if is, I'm the I Packers GM, the, that's exactly what I'm going to do. But what if he's so dead set on not coming back to Green Bay? What is the point of not finding him then? That's what I don't understand. That's why there's so many questions in the situation. I just don't understand what. What is what's going on? This is, is there's some serious complexities here that no one's, you know. I just I don't understand. I what don't. if they cut Jordan Love? Would that solve the problem? I doubt it. I doubt it. Why would you either? He's your only hope in the future. Because at some point, Rogers' contract is going to bite him. him. They didn't even dress him. Right, that's what I'm saying. So that's why again he ain't ready. So that's I just I I really don't understand the issue. I don't. I and I that's why I think I've kind of been checked out on the whole thing because I just have more questions than answers, and it's just been hush hush the entire time. Well, we've thrown out about eighteen different scenarios on it. Maybe one of ours is right. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's about all we can hope for, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, Bryce, let's let's wrap this up. All right. Um, let's do uh, let's do our red ass segment. Bryce, what's what's giving you the red ass this week? And I don't want it, you know, football related or non. Uh, what's giving you the red ass? Well, Charlie, I tell you what, what's chapping my ass this week? Tell is, me what's uh, chapping your ass. Uh, I don't know if you saw Bill Barnwell put out his uh, rankings of off-season moves and and best off-season moves per team, and. Uh, Put put the Panthers as one of the top five lowest graded ones, and it was based purely off the Sam Darnold trade, and really? saying that very rarely do quarterbacks in their second destination this young make it off very well, and uh, you know basically th- casting any doubt on Sam Darnold being any good whatsoever. And then the Panthers, again, looking for a new quarterback next year. And just literally shredded, shredded Darnold and the Panthers, basically saying that there's... And listen, I'm not saying the Panthers are perfect here. I'm not saying the Panthers are even going to be good next year. Because they're still a very, very young team. And he, he's a young but quarterback that will still need to learn a shredded system. shredded Darnold. Shredded Darnold with every ounce in the article. It was like, dude... He was on the Jets. Right. 
He was on the Jets. You can't grade him. And I'll go Stephen A. Smith on it. But like, God, he just ripped him a new one, Charles. I was, I was, I read it, and I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, I was, I was kind of pissed off. I won't lie. And then I read the article, and I got even more pissed off because it was like, you got no freaking clue what you're talking about. You can't grade Sam Darnold because he was at the Jets. At least everyone who says bad things about the Panthers offseason say, well, you don't really know what you're going to get from Sam Darnold. Well, we don't. We don't know what we're going to get. But Bill Barnwell thought that Sam Darnold might as well have been damn Mitch Trubisky at this point. I, I Like, it It burned me up, Charlie. I was, I was pissed. That would upset me, too. I mean, put us down as one of the me. top five lowest teams. Yeah. Like, lowest rankings. Like, one of the worst rankings of offseason moves. And it was purely based around Darnold. And just the fact that, you know, he's not, you know, he's all over the place, blah, blah, blah. Just, I mean, everything. Every criticism you had heard about Darnold. And then, you know, he didn't help himself by coming out and saying that he wasn't getting the vaccine and, you know, needs more information. Like, you know, I'm not going to get into it because it's always politicized, but... It just, like, again, like, I was just, I was blown away that he ripped him so badly in an article. Ripped the Panthers in general so badly. When I thought we killed it in the draft, personally. No, yeah, I, I think y'all did great. I think you had a great offseason. Yeah. I think that, that's ridiculous. Um, and I would have taken Sam Darnold over anyone but Trevor Lawrence in this year's draft. Anyone but Trevor Lawrence. To me, experience over okay. everything. Uh, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't have taken any of the other ones. None of the other mm. ones. I just. I don't trust Justin Fields. Well, I'm. I'm happy that you're that excited about your quarterback. I am. I now. I'm not saying he's going to be. You know, MVP level. He's still a young quarterback. He's going right. to make mistakes. Right. But consider I think, him. Consider him a rookie this year. Right. Exactly. That's what you have to have the mindset of a rookie. But still, regardless, uh, I'm getting off the point. I Bill Barnwell, you're chapping my ass this week. Damn, Bill. Um, you know I had something, but uh, this is something that happened a week or two ago. Chris Sims put out his top uh, forty quarterbacks. Top forty? Yeah. Oh, and oh my god, dude! How bad was it? It was. It, it was like was, Derek Carr at the top. It was fucking atrocious. <laughs> it was absolutely atrocious. How See, bad I, was Trevor uh, Lawrence number one? I don't know where Trevor Lawrence was, but I just remember seeing the top, like, or the bottom 15 of that 40. And, like, <laughs> Kellen Mond was way above Jared Goff, who has made it to a Super Bowl. Oh. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's made it to a Super Bowl. Kellen Mond was his third rookie quarterback, or either his third or fourth. Mac Jones was way up there. Wow. Uh, I mean, like, just ridiculous. <laughs> it was it was absolutely absurd. He is walking clickbait. Oh, my That's what Chris says. is. He is walking clickbait. Um, and then the other... So, but that's that's old red ass that yeah. you just you just re-chapped it for Sorry, me. sorry. No, it's all right. Like, va- are we talking Vaseline or maybe some baby powder? For no, that? that's how you fix the chap ass. Uh, you, yeah. you, like... That, like, what type of level of chapped ass do we need? Do we need Vaseline or do we need, like, baby powder? We're going to be all right. Oh, well, usually Gold Bond does a trick for me every time. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Medicated or not? I'll, 
Well, I've also... Medicated gets you... That tears you up. I thought Gold Bomb was only medicated. I thought all of it was medicated. No, you can get like the orange bottles and it's non-medicated. No, that's medicated for sure. No, the green is the medicated. Are you sure about this? 100%. I I think you're wrong. I can go show you. I've got the orange bottles and it says medicated powder. The other one is too that. Then they both say medicated. Yeah, so the green just maybe has aloe or something. Mm, we'll have to go look. Okay. Um, but uh, the level of medication, I I know that Chris Sims is walking clickbait, so yeah. I just let it be. Do you have any other chapped ass? Yeah, so I've been working at Kellogg's this week. There is a uh, cheese factory in Cary. They okay. do Cheez Its, all different kinds of Cheez Its, and they also make uh, Austin snacks. Austin's like a brand. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandwich crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the knockoff brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the knockoff Lance or knockoff yeah, Nabisco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like See it at Food Line all the time. Peanut butter crackers or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but I've, and this is absolutely not an exaggeration, I have seen billions and billions and billions and billions of Cheez-Its. Why are you saying it like that? That's how Trump says it. Oh. Billions. Billions. Yeah. Uh, go buy me, like, fresh out of the oven. How great does it smell? Well, it smells exactly how you would imagine. I mean, do you get hungry at all parts during the day? I've, ne- I've not had a single chance or opportunity, or no one's even asked me if I wanted to, try an oven-fresh Cheez-It. That's messed up. Yeah. It's, it, so what it's, kind of Cheez-Its do you see every day? The classic, so obviously. I'm, I'm, uh, so I am currently working right next to the classics. Okay. But I see the extra toasty. I see the white cheddar ones. Do you see the Cheez-It snaps? No. Snap, the ones that I like? No, I haven't seen oh, those. Huh. But this place is huge. I believe it. Um, and uh, so actually, this is kind of a funny story. Uh I may or may not have accidentally hit the emergency stop button oh, God. on <laughs> on a con- the conveyor belt for the original Cheez-Its. Oh, how so, bad did you mess it up? Well, we're talking about a quarter mile long conveyor belt. Oh, my God. Um, about three to 400 feet of it is ovens. Yeah. And when I say I may or may not... The e-stop but the emergency stop button was definitely hit by someone. It was either me or this other guy that I was working with who is like my foreman. Uh what are the chances that it was the other guy? Like what he like if it's 60-40 you? Uh, it's 50-50 because we were the only two in the area when it happened and we both passed by it in a sketchy situation. But it's possible he knew it was there, and I definitely did not know it was there. So I would say 60-40 me. Okay. All right. So what happened? Um, so the conveyor belt stopped, but the three to 400 feet of ovens, they did not stop. They're cooking, you know? Ah. Um, and so they fried up some... When they have um, Cheez-Its that can't be... It's called inedible, which yeah. they're pro- probably perfectly fine. They're yeah. just not perfect. Yeah, right. Uh, they go into this bin for uh, uh, 
what do you call it? animal feed. Okay. So that I guess they take all the waste, yeah. quote unquote, yeah. um, and feed it to animals, which is cool. But let's just say there were a lot of fucking cheeses that were no longer able to be. How bad? And how black were they? Like some fried? of them, some of them were just pieces of charcoal. <laughs> there was a good section of them that were pieces of charcoal. But um, I think, I think I did them. How a favor. long until I'd, someone realized it? Immediately once that button gets hit, dude. So this place is so big. <laughs> this, this place blows my mind. It's like I'm Charlie in the Cheese It Factory, uh, like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, people ride around on uh, fucking tricycles. Really? In this build, yeah. Tricycles. They yeah. There are two wheels in the back and one in the front, and in between the two wheels in the back is a basket that they carry their tools and shit in. It is really blew my mind. You, I, I need a picture of this. I could not. I walked in the first day and I was like, "Where the hell am I right now?" It was <laughs> so so wild. But one of those dudes rode rode up on his trikes, and. Uh, <laughs> He rolled up on his tracks like, hey, someone hit the east stop button. And my phone was like, well, I don't think there's an emergency, but you can check it out. I mean, but someone definitely hit it. Yeah. And uh, then, though, I think I did them a favor because th- they went to go turn it back on. Should be no easy, no or no problem, like real easy. And it wouldn't turn back on because there was something wrong with like a valve or I don't know, just something that they needed to replace. Yeah. Either way, the cheese it's the cheese it operation for the original cheese it's was shut down for about four hours. Wow. And they pump out millions of cheese it's an hour. Ah. So You didn't get to take any home. No, yeah. I couldn't even they wouldn't even let me scoop a bowl out of the animal feed. That's messed up. But yeah. Hmm. That's what chaps my ass. I can see. I get that. I get that. Damn Cheez-Its. All right. Well, I'm sure people have had enough of us at this point. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, like, rate, subscribe. Yeah, guys. We'll try and keep you guys updated as I know it. Uh, off-season's a little rough. Please Once let get... us know what you want us to talk about. We will do yeah. podcasts about it. We got two, one and a half months, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, please give us ideas. And uh, Actually, so we, are, we do have an idea coming up. We're going to redraft the 2017 draft because uh, the first rounders in that year are now... Either on the, expiring rookie contracts, right? So they have their fifth year option has been exercised or not, and so I feel like this is the right time to do that redo or redo that draft. Um, and that was a freaking loaded draft. Loaded. From, from we were looking at it pick, before we started from recording. pick one to Mister Irrelevant. That was a loaded draft. Yeah. So lots of key players. It's shocking how far they were, dra- how low they were drafted. Uh, we will uh, we'll do that soon. But please let us know what you want us to talk about. We're signing off. Peace.